ओके गुड मॉर्निंग एवरीबॉडी सो दिस मॉर्निंग आफ्टर आई गेट अप द फर्स्ट थिंग आई ओपन द कर्टन्स माय बेडरूम आई लुकिंग थ्रू द विंडो देन आई सो काइंड ऑफ रेन ग्लूमी देन आई फेल्ट माय फर्स्ट फीलिंग वाज आई डोंट वांट टू गो एनीवेयर दैट वाज माय फीलिंग so but i cannot so then i realize you know that even that is my feeling so i cannot do that i have to go to the temple then i have to go to chicago after that and so the long day so anyway i change my mind i am here <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then i was thinking about the people so after i come here i saw all of you i thought maybe you had the same kind of feeling maybe lazy in the morning um maybe you are saturday uh, you have lot to do maybe you have to clean your house uh, you had to do uh, laundry and so many other things you had to do even you have all those work and um, laziness and everything you made this trip including myself so I think this is a great thing even this morning I had the lazy feeling I don't want to go anywhere I made my trip to the temple and maybe you had the same experience like me because we all are human being uh no I have to go to temple I had to meditate I know some people coming from like 45 minutes hour driving so you made this trip so why we do that so you can stay home and enjoy and have you know the coffee and you know the sit back and relax and you can do that too but um i know kim coming from the grace lake for example right kim mm-hmm. and you know so quite uh, driving so you made it you know so other people also like that um coming from the distance i i think um something beautiful here when i consider and what is that what you made and what you did this morning i feel is a renunciation renunciation so maybe um, uh, we have a very comfortable feeling uh, we don't want to go out today and we have to stay home and warm and that feeling we are so cozy and uh, you know feel good comfortable but we change our mind because we know something good happen after we go to the temple so you renounce yourself even for few hours that's a great thing that's a great thing so think about how difficult to give up things our pleasures our uh, comfortable zone being comfortable very difficult to give up so if you want to find something deep in your spiritual journey sometimes we have to give up those comfort give up those comfort and just imagine so then i was thinking this morning so it was maybe it was so difficult for prince siddhartha to do that right 2600 years ago he passed away and before that um uh, almost you know the uh 2700 years uh so he live in his palace um as a prince very luxurious comfortable life he had the uh, three palaces one for summer one for winter one for autumn right? yeah mm-hmm. something like that he had the three palaces 
And so always he is moving around to different um, seasons and that's how he spent his life. And he had the beautiful uh, journey and everything is comfortable, good food and royalty and everything is good. And one day um, this young man, he saw uh, his father, um, you know, he's walking to his father's room. Father is doing um, hair dye, you know, the coloring uh, his hair. So it was questioning for him because this young prince, maybe he's 15, 16 years old. What are you doing? So then the father always hiding that from the son because he doesn't want to expose the son to those negative things and that's how father believed. And then he said, you know, now he cannot hide. He said, I color my hair. Why you color my your hair? Because it is gray. And so I don't like gray. Then he has, it will happen to my hair too? Of course, it will happen to your hair too. So then uh, Prince Siddhartha, he was thinking, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want to say gray hair. So that's his was first experience. So then that experience little by little start to build up in his life. Life is not easy. Life is difficult. Everybody get old and my father get old. He is, you know, the dying his hair and he saw the dead body. He saw a sick person. He saw all the gentlemen. So, and uh, finally he saw an uh, ascetic, like a monk, um, you know, the who renounced and looking for uh, the salvation and freedom in his life. So he was questioning. He was questioning about his life. Uh, so then he thought, no, I am leaving. I don't want to live here. I want to find the answer for these uh, life difficulties. Um, so what he uh, decided, I have to leave the palace and I have to find some kind of freedom to eliminate this pain and suffering in human or mankind. So then he made the decision, the day he leaves, um, uh, so then he made the decision and walked into the palace, then he got the message. What is the message he received? Do you remember the story? What is the message he received? The princess, you know, the princess gave a birth. You know, he got a son. Then think about now this young father, he's thinking, Oh my God, now I cannot leave. Why? I have attachment. Why? I love my son, I love my baby, how am I going to do this? It is not easy. So anyway, he thought, no, I am leaving. I am leaving. If I don't leave, so how I am going to eliminate, how I am going to find this uh, liberation in my life? So he decided, why I am sharing this story, you will see what direction I am going. And he thought, before I leave, I want to see my son, the just born baby. I want to see my son. So the, the, the night he leaves, he walks into uh, the princess' uh, the room and he saw the princess holding the baby and sleeping. This young father, he was thinking, this is my baby. I want to hug him. I want to give him a kiss before I leave. So what he did, he uh, stepped in, then he start to think. If I grab the baby, princess will wake up. That means I cannot leave. She never let me to go. So think about as a young father, just born baby, the feeling, emotions and toward that child, the princess and the family keep coming to his mind. Now that desire and you know the, that feeling about the family, 
then he was thinking, if I do this, I cannot live. So, sounds like bad as a father. But he made the decision, if I touch my son today, if I hug or kiss my son, that means I cannot live. So, if I stop right here, that desire and feeling, if I leave my family and my son, I do for this journey for whole universe. I'm doing for this whole thousand of millions of babies. I do it, you know, the millions of wives uh, around the world. So I do for everything, not just for my son. Because of that, I have to leave my desire right here. I don't want to hug my baby, I just leave. Then he did. So think about, you know, that he was um, 29 years old that time, the day he was lived. 29 years old. It was so difficult as a young father, just born baby and leaving the palace and the wife. And it was so difficult for him, but he did it. So think about this morning, I was thinking, it was difficult for me to get up from the bed and come to the temple. I was thinking. Maybe it was difficult for you to driving in the rainy day uh, and do things. right? Even to make that commitment, how difficult, this is little, little thing. It was so difficult for us to do. But think about the Prince Siddhartha, he did it for his age 29, for whole universe, he made that commitment. So because of his renunciation, I am sitting here and talking to you. Blue Lotus is, exists because of his renunciation. And so everything, everybody, we are here and listening and meditating because of his renunciation. So renunciation is difficult. How difficult to give up even little things for us. So. Today, you are my heroes. I'm so proud about you. You give up everything for a few hours in the morning. You gave up all your morning. You made this trip to the temple. Why you did that? You are looking for something different, something deep, something spiritual. I know you have a place to live. You have a car to drive. You have food in your refrigerator to eat. Maybe you have some, you know, enough money to put your gas or, you know, just survive. And, but still, we are not content. Are you agree? We have, you know, we have enough things, we are not content. So when Saturday or Monday or Wednesday uh, evening, uh, so when you think about the temple, always you are thinking, no, I have to go to temple. I have to meditate. So why you don't stay home and enjoy, you know, the popcorn or watch a movie or something <laughs> like that? You can enjoy that too. But you are not happy with that. You are not happy about your family. Just be honest. We are not happy about the, your job. Uh, we are not content about our life. So we have so many complaints. Right? We have so many complaints. That means we are looking for different things. So when you come to the temple, you try to feel that emptiness in your life and finding this spiritual journey and practicing meditation. This is wonderful thing. This is wonderful thing. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. So few things you have now, you are so fortunate. Number one, you born as a human being. You are so fortunate to be in as a human being. Why? You can think clearly, you can practice meditation and you can do all the good things. You have that human life now exists in front of you. And also, uh, being here and coming to the temple, you can associate good people, spiritual people. 
noble friends. You have that because of that you are so fortunate. Um, you have that opportunity. And the third thing, um, so you born in a society, you can listen to the Buddha's teaching and also you can talk about the Buddha. Even he passed away 2600 years ago, still you can talk about him, still we have his teaching exist. That means you can practice. Born as a human being, you have good association and Buddha still exists and also the teaching still exists. So if you have those things, life is wonderful. Life is wonderful. You can make your life beautiful and meaningful and joyful. So don't give up this opportunity. So, and also I want to talk to you today, this morning, how powerful this practice being with good people, being with good people. I feel if I don't have good people around me, I feel I'm living in like a desert. It's dry and no feeling and hard and hard and difficult, right? So think about when we uh, live in this society without good people, life is so difficult. Think about you have somebody you don't like, We're annoying and hurtful and always get angry. Think about that person if you have somebody. You know, don't judge about that person, but think about that person. Do you like it? Do you like it? No, we don't like it. Always we are looking for somebody who is giving uh, spiritual guidance. Always we are looking for somebody kind, compassionate, supportive. Those kind of people you are looking for. And, or any situation, um, you can call and get some uh, advice from that person and come and sit with that person. And you have to have that good, noble, wonderful friendship. It is very important. If you find that good, wonderful, noble friendship, your life is so beautiful and flourish. So, I can see in our life, everyday life, we all are in trouble because of friends. What do you think? Yeah. Because of the people. Because of the people. Think about you get used to the, all the bad things and um, so because of the friends. So be careful with friends. Especially be careful with people. Because people are wonderful. But same same time, they are so difficult. So, when you find the person, Buddha said, associate with person and live with them and observe with them and take time to understand that person, then consider that person as a good friend. Otherwise, you know, somebody smiling to you, don't think he's my friend. But, you know, you can smile to that person, no problem. But right away think about it, he is the best friend in the world. Because I was in, you know, so many times I was in trouble because looking at the people, oh, they are smiling nice, maybe good person. <laughs> it is not. Some people, they are smiling nice, they are evil. <laughs> you know, I, I have seen like that. I, you know, that's my, you know, the misunderstanding about So, Buddha said, when somebody sees somebody nice, smiling and nice, don't think he is a great person. No, he's not. So what we have to do, we have to live with that person and for a while observe that person and think about that person have some qualities and uh, kindness and compassion. Uh, so then consider, I can consider this person as a good friend, as a good teacher and guidance for my life. So the friends always giving you life and also they are taking your life. 
giving your life, you know, the beautiful thing, and also they are destroying all your life. So once Buddha said, when we have noble friends, what noble friends does? Always taking you to heaven. Taking you to the heaven. How about other people, the bad friends? Always they are taking you to hell. Mm-hmm. So think about what happened to your life, you know, the associating with the people. So the nature of the good friend always, when friend is in a trouble, always the friend will appear and support him. So sometimes usually uh, I can say friends always when you have good life, always friends are with us. When you have money, when you have good life, always friends around us. When we have a difficult time, friends kind of vanished. <laughs> Think about those are not good friends. So if you have a really difficult time, good friend always there for you. That's why Buddha said, that friend you have to consider as a good friend and noble friend. Always you have to consider good friend and noble friend. So, I have a beautiful story. So, the good friend always trying to help and support. There was two monks, (coughs) they were practicing together and working the spiritual journey. And then finally they died. And they passed away. One monk born in heavenly realm. Right? He born in heaven. Other monk, because of his karma, and he was born in a pile of dung. <laughs> okay, pile of dung. So, uh, the monk who was born in heaven, he was thinking, oh, you know, now he is thinking, you know, I have a really good life. I remember I had a really good friend when I was practicing as a monk. I don't know where he is. What he did, he traced heavenly realm and looking for my friend is somewhere in this heaven. Keep looking and keep looking, tracing and he couldn't find the friend. Then he felt sad. Then what he said, the next realm I have to check, I have to check, go in in uh, human realm. So then he traced in the human world, no clue, couldn't find. So then he uh, checked in the, you know, the, you know, uh, the animal realm. So then, no, he couldn't find it. And then, uh, what is the realm called? The insects? And <laughs> the insect realm? I don't know. <laughs> the insects realm. And so then he is looking for that insects realm, maybe somewhere <laughs> lower. And so he was keep tracing. Then he saw this monk, his body, he was born in a pile of dung. That's his place, that's his residence, that's his house. And this good friend and his noble and good friend, they live together. He was thinking, no, I cannot allow my friend, my good friend to live in file of dung. I want to take him to the, you know, the heaven, heaven. What he did, and he ran to the, that dung pile and said, Hey, my friend, you know, do you remember me? I am your friend. We live together. We practice in the monastery as a monks. And do you remember me? Then that uh, little uh, insect. And uh, who are you? Then he said, I am your friend. We practice as monks, you know, the previous life. So then um, that heavenly being, and he said, I am here to help you to take you to heaven. Then uh, that uh, little insect, he asked, what is the heaven? 
Where is the heaven? Then that heavenly being, he divine being, he explained, heaven is like this, beautiful, lot of flowers and beautiful women, they are angels and good food, everything is divine. So let's go there, you can have fun and enjoy. And then he said, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Then that, you know, the divine being, he said, look, you are living in a pile of dung. You are stinky and you are smelly and it's bad and even I cannot, you know, you know, talk to you here and I cannot stay longer here because of the smell. I really want to take you to the heaven. So then he keep asking, keep he said, no way, go away, I hate you, get lost. He said, you know, I don't want you, I hate you, go away from me. And then again, noble friend, again what he said, he never give up, he never give up. What he did? No, I really want to take you. He stick your finger into that dung fire. Let's go, let's go, let's go. He is trying so hard. Then every time when he does that, he go deeper and deeper and deeper in the dung fire. Because I don't want to go. Then again he was trying. Then he came up for a minute. Okay, I'm coming. But I want to make sure something. Is there any dung? At the heaven. <laughs> so think about, uh, so you know, always he wants to consider, even he go to heaven, he want to make sure there is dung in heaven. So people who used to get used to dung fire, <laughs> so they love to live there. But the noble friend, when he experienced something good, always he is trying so hard to help and support that good friend to come out from the dumb fire. But the problem with us, we love dumb fire. We love, I call it, we love to enjoy suffering. We want to be in suffering. Why? We don't know anything else. Being here, being distracted, be, being with negative people, all this, only thing we know, that negative side of the life. That's why I said, you are so fortunate, even you have all those experience, you get rid of everything, you renounce everything, you made this trip to the temple and you are looking for something good because noble friends, all the monastic, all the community, all the Sangha supporting to you. So my nature, my nature or the monastic nature, if you are in trouble, always we are talking to you. If you are not coming to the temple, if I don't see a few weeks, I keep calling you, text me, where are you, what are you doing? <laughs> and that's our nature. So, being a good friend, we are always looking for people, how you are doing. We want to make sure, right? Otherwise, when we are happy, when you come to the temple, when you are supported, that's not enough. That's not our goal. So, this morning, what I am suggesting you, we always doing this spiritual journey to find some contentment, find some happiness in our life. If you really want to find deeper wisdom, deeper wisdom, you can read thousands of books, it doesn't matter for me, but you have to find right person, right friend, noble friend, noble guidance, noble teacher. And once in a while, if you need help, you can come and sit down at any monastic and you can explain, this is my problem, I need your help. And last week when I was in Pennsylvania, um, somebody called me, um, you know, the, my phone is ring, keep ringing, keep ringing, three in the morning. So finally, I don't want to answer the phone, finally I answer. 
Then somebody said, Oh, Bhante, I love you. Three in the morning, right? Even the person, person didn't say the name and I was thinking, three in the morning, who loves me? <laughs> and so then I asked, who is this person? Then um, that person said, I am so and so and I am from France. Um, I said, okay, do you remember me? Then I said, no. <laughs> uh, so I cannot remember because I met so many people. So then uh, she explained about it. So then I, I, I remember where I met her because I met her at the, when I was in South America. So then uh, she was kind of uh, complaining about her life and difficult. And then she said, I want to kill myself. That's why I called you. Then first thing she said, I love you, but I don't believe it. But she she's keep telling me she loves me, but she is going to kill herself. That is not right. If somebody loves me, how is she is going to kill herself? So then I you know I explained to her. I talked forty five minutes you know three in the morning, and finally I changed her life. Then I made the decision. Okay, now this is the time you have to call ER and emergency room. You have to go to emergency room right now because I cannot help being here in the United States. Somebody in the you know the France. So she made it, you know, so after five days she get out from the hospital and she called me again. Now she's doing well. So what I'm suggesting, even three in the morning, she thought, I can call Bhante. That is the prediction. I know it is too difficult for me and get up and grab my phone and three in the morning, but I did it after I hear I want to kill myself. I am ready to listen to that person. I am ready to support that person. I am ready to give my guidance to that person. So that is the noble friendship. So always when you come to the temple, I know you may be shy, you are nervous, um, you are stay far away uh, uh, from us and maybe if you are new, you go and stay far away back because you are so curious and you are not what is happening. I know I want to check what they are doing. That's how you are coming. Um, so, but it's okay in the beginning, but when you get comfortable, keep come closer. Right? You know, now I'm doing this job 10 years, right? So I can see always when new people come, they stay far away. <laughs> Even then Tyler, David, you know, they are sitting right now in front of me, everybody. First time they were there, right? Always. I know how much they get comfortable, how much they receive the teaching, then they keep coming. Closer to the closer to the closer and closer. Finally they sit here. <laughs> so that means, what if that means? You have practiced, you know, the, your, uh, how much you feel comfortable with the, you know, the teachings. So keep doing your practice, keep doing your, uh, you know, the guidance, you know, keep coming to the temple and practice and live with this, you know, the good people, then your life will be wonderful. Okay, that is the message. That's enough. So any questions?